0: inside into the world of Lady Good evening and welcome to another Wacky and Weird Wednesday. In my last episode we talked about taphophilia, or tombstone tourism, and we visited some of my most favorite cemeteries. I've noticed a variety of trinkets That are left behind on graves over the years. I've seen anything from glass turtles to ribbons, flowers, photos, and coins to name a few. When I last visited Tonopah Cemetery, there was one grave in particular that was covered in coins. I had never seen so many coins on a grave before. It reminded me of people who toss coins into a fountain. As a child, I always thought how silly it was for people to just throw their money away into water. I never realized it was for good luck until I was a bit older. So when I saw coins on various graves over the years, I always thought it it might be for good luck. I didn't actually know. I just kind of assumed. I was like, well good luck getting to the other side. (laughs) But seriously, when I was researching last week's episode, I stumbled upon the meaning and history behind coins and the dead, and I had never heard of this before, and I thought it was totally unusual, very weird, and thought it would make a great wacky and weird Wednesday episode. So tonight, we are traveling beneath the depths of the ocean and digging through the endless layers of the earth. There, Charon stands, who rules the dreary coast, a sordid god. Down from his hairy chin, a length of beard descends, uncombed, unclean, his eyes like hollow furnaces on fire. A girdle, foul with grease, binds his obscene attire. Virgil. Virgil. You rub your eyes, not realizing how you arrived to the patch of grass you are currently standing in. In front of you flows a river, called Acheron. You can see ruins in the distance. Fog and darkness surround you. There's a chill in the air. The hair on your arms stands on end. A small boat being maneuvered by a dark figure with a single oar emerges from the mist. The figure is draped in shadows, but his eyes shine bright, as if lit by a fire themselves. His boat slowly pulls up to the riverbank. The front of the deck is lined with an ornate skull. A bearded man steps forward, and the planks of the boat creak. He extends his hand towards you. Your payment is due, I request an obol. Passage I grant you with a single coin. Refuse the fee and forced to wonder, you shall be in the afterlife. You walk mesmerized towards his wrinkled, hardened hands, unable to avert your eyes from his as they continue to blaze on. You reach into your pocket and feel a piece of metal, the single coin. The man takes the coin and puts it safely in his pouch He extends his hand to help you into the ferry. Your payment has been accepted. I am Charon. I shall guide you to Hades. Yes, that's right, Charon, the ferryman to Hades who is from Greek mythology and, as legend goes, when a person dies, an obel or a coin is required as payment to reach the other side successfully. If a deceased individual does not have payment, they are forced to roam the earth as eternal ghosts. While the practice of placing a coin on the eyes or in the mouth of a dead loved one originated with the Greeks and the Romans, the tradition has actually been found throughout the world. Most academics perceive Charon's obol as a grave good to help the dead pass into the afterlife but it is also accepted to be a sort of sustenance for the journey. Just in case they need anything on the way to the afterlife, they can purchase something. And it has also been used as a type of protection for the living to ensure that the dead do not return. The original coin referred to in Greek mythology was worth one-sixth of a drachma, and in actual burials, the gold, silver, bronze, and copper coins were used. This meant that people of any social status would be able to make the payment to take Charon's ferry into Hades. And Hades is commonly misconstrued as a place for all bad people, but there are actually four different sections of Hades that hold all sorts of people from the most terrible to the kind and honest-hearted and we will have to save that mythology for another episode because that goes in some crazy rabbit holes. (laughs) So over the years, variations of this tradition carried on and to this day you can still find coins on graves, in people's mouths, or laid atop the eyes although the meanings may have changed a little bit. So leaving a coin on a grave nowadays is usually a sign of respect, a token to show that you visited, or for some, it's a down payment to buy their deceased loved one a drink when they reunite in the next life. The tradition of leaving a coin on a grave for service members is traced back to the Vietnam War. During this period, bringing up politics was incredibly touchy, and people started leaving coins on graves as a way of showing they appreciated that person's service so that they did not actually have to communicate with the family. This prevented any sour conversations. For military members, certain coins have different meanings. A penny means you visited. A nickel means you trained together. A dime means you served together, and a quarter means you were with that person at the time of their death. For non military members, leaving a coin of any value is just a way of showing you visited or a way of wishing them good luck. A few years ago, a trend started to leave pennies on the unmarked grave of John Wilkes Booth. A sort of last revenge, if you will, for Abraham Lincoln, whose face is on Of course, every single penny. (laughs) So my original thought as far as coins meaning good luck to the deceased was not too far off. Who knows what actually awaits us on the other side. But I think this is a good reminder to always have a bit of loose change on you. Whether it be to honor those who have passed, or whether it be to make your payment to Charon, ferryman of the underworld so that you can secure safe passage to your final destination. Until next time, stay curious.